We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. There's a high fly ball from KMOX Sports. That's it deep to left field, and it's a gutter. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. There's a moment for you. Welcome to the Meyer Jensen Sports Open Line. And it's driving jam time. And the Billikens win this one. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm, because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. Comeback pattern caught. Touchdown, Kansas City! Now, Sports Open Live on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Good evening until 8 o'clock tonight. Uh, I'm Chris Ranji. I don't know why I said, oh, like I had to think about it. Who am I? Uh, I'm Chris Ranji, and I did it again with Amy Marks Cores tonight. Neither one of us was supposed to be here, but both of us are. <laughs> Kevin Wheeler is out. He had some personal matters to attend to, and he should be back later in the week. Um, but we wish him well, and he is out for tonight, and I think for the next couple of days as well. But you and I, Amy, mm-hmm. are here for this evening. Good to see you. How good, are you doing? Good to see you. I'm doing great. When you said, oh, I'm Chris Ranji, I love Steve Kafin in the morning. He's the CBS reporter, and he always sounds like he has forgotten his last name at the most inopportune time, uh-huh. and he remembers it just at the last minute. He goes, you know, reporting live, I'm Steve Kaven. Oh, okay. <laughs> he, he hangs on to it. I'm Steve Kaven. He's probably doing it for effect. Or maybe he is trying to remember in that moment. Yeah, it sounds is. like he's trying to remember. That's <laughs> in my head, I always picture him. Like maybe it's his stage name and he always wants to go back to his real name and he has to remind himself, I'm Steve Kaven. Have you ever forgotten your name? No, but in I gave a moment. my I gave my wrong age one time. I think I was nineteen. And I told someone I was 18 and then I remembered that I had turned 19 and like 30 seconds had gone by. You can't go back and fix that. You just have to go with it if you give your wrong name. Okay. Well, see, that to me is better than I have a friend who will uh, remain nameless um, who she was, and I don't know what she is now, but she was like 36 or Mm -hmm. 37, but had a group of friends that she had totally told she was 25. And, <laughs> not and on accident. Not on purpose. Okay. 
And she was living this lie. And I kept saying, what are you going to do when they find out? She said, I don't know. I guess we'll just stop being friends. I'm like, well, okay. Uh, I don't feel like you should do that. But, you know, she kept it up for a while. I don't know if she is now because I haven't haven't talked to her in a bit. But I I wonder if she's uh, kept up that lie. Do you know, have you ever accidentally lied? And what I mean by that, okay, the movie Moneyball. Whenever that movie's on, oh, I have to see Moneyball. The Ball. Jonah Hill part. The Jonah Hill yeah. part where he said, like, he, you know, Brad Pitt asks him, how many players did you review? And Jonah Hill says, I don't know, a number like 74. And then he goes back, actually, 76. I don't know why I just lied. Yes. I do that all the time. I accidentally say the wrong thing, and I don't know why. Uh, is it with numbers, or is it, like, with anything? It could be anything. It could be, like, dates where you say, oh, yeah, I totally did that. Yesterday. Actually, it was four months ago. I don't know why I said yesterday. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if that's lying so much. I think it's just, you know, your brain is taking a while to process whatever you've been asked for some reason, even though it's a simple thing. Yeah. And I mean, as long as you get to the right answer and you admit to it. Yeah. But when you say you're 19 and you're really 18 or the other way around, that just makes you a huge liar if you don't correct yourself. I didn't correct myself because I think 30, 45 seconds had passed. And I felt like at that point, then it's mm. awkward to interrupt the conversation and say, oh, actually, remember how we were talking about that a minute ago? I'm actually <laughs> 19 now. So you let enough years go by mm-hmm. that if you saw those people and you said, I'm whatever age right now, yeah. they, would, they wouldn't go, wait a minute. Yeah. They, wait, hold on a second. In, in 2010, you said that you were this. Right. And I think the six months, you know what I mean? It, depending on mm-hmm. what time of the year they see me, That's a really it good could point. be correct. Yeah. But I make it a point to remember everybody's age and then write it down just in case they lie to me. <laughs> so then I could go back and refer to it. And this they is, say, um, yeah, today is my 41st birthday. No, it isn't. You're 43. I have it written down. This is one of those things that if that were true and we were to find those notepads in your apartment... It would be like, yeah, he definitely committed whatever crime we oh, suspect him of. Yeah, there's no question. Point. I have manifestos all over my place. So I know we're talking about lying right now and we need to get to the point, but I did just <laughs> <laughs> I did just watch part of Inventing Anna on Netflix. Yeah. Which is about the Anna Delvey or Anna Sorkin story. She was she was Russian, but she pretended to be this German heiress. Right. And how she defrauded all of these people. So here's the thing. She was in prison. She served her time. I don't know how many years. Then when she got out of prison, she overstayed her visa. So she's actually in ICE detention right now. And I think she had COVID last month. But she signed the Netflix deal. I guess she, for her life story, she signed over $300,000. But she has to use a lot of that money to pay restitution because of the Son of Sam law which I had never heard of. It's basically you can't have notoriety for profit. Now, right. I believe the Supreme Court struck it down okay. and saying it's unconstitutional. I thought that was still a th- I didn't know it was called the Son of Sam law, but I, I knew there was something that you can't profit off of, right. like a felony or whatever but it is. But apparently, I think some of, the, some of the aspects of the law were considered unconstitutional, but some states, such as New York, still have some iteration of it. I went down a rabbit hole last night because I, I never even thought of that. Because she said she was asked, does crime pay? And she said she couldn't say no. Wow. That's that's interesting <laughs> to me. I, I had I know a little bit about the story. I haven't decided if I want to watch it. I do know that 
well, I guess I, I think I'm right about this. The, the lady who plays her uh-huh. is Ruthie in Ozark. It's the same woman who plays Ruth in, in okay. that show. I think I she's really it. she's really really good. Yeah. By the way, I don't know if you've watched that show mm-hmm. or not. That's probably not up your alley. Yeah. No, but the these true sociopaths. Yeah. Are really interesting. There was a Lifetime movie. Who is Clark Rockefeller? And it's the true story. It's the same idea of this guy. He was also he was German. He had murdered some people, buried them in the yard. And then pretended to be a Rockefeller and got this incredibly wealthy New York attorney to marry him. And he was able to manipulate the relationship so that everything kept getting signed into his name until she had nothing. And it's a fascinating story. I trying to um, McCormick, Eric McCormick, is he the Will and Grace guy? Yeah, he plays That's him. He plays Clark Rockefeller. OK. And the guy. I think is getting out of prison or just got out of prison. They did a follow-up, but he was a true sociopath who could live this lie for years. I have been thinking about telling this guy that I was 18 (laughs) when I was 19 since that time, you know, uh, 18 years ago. Are you feeling that guilty now? Yeah, I think about it a lot. I could never be Clark Rockefeller or Anna Delvey. You would be the absolute worst criminal. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like, you could commit a crime, but you'd be in jail immediately. Immediately. Yeah. You, you'd you go to the police station. I, I uh, Here's what I did. I deserve everything. Yeah. yeah. I I killed the, this family, and I buried them in okay. the backyard <laughs> under the flowers. <laughs> no, no, that's terrible. Which but, is, which is, a, that is a, that's another thing. That's a show you should watch as we get to break here. On HBO, it's called The Landscapers. And it's, I, I, don't remember the names of the actors. You've seen them both, though. Um, the woman in the the she's the lead role is I, I think it's Claire something, and she was one of the queens in um, the Netflix show The Crown. Oh. So she plays she plays one of the the Queen Elizabeth characters, like the the most recent one. Is this the movie? With Olivia Coleman. That's it. it. Okay. That's and her name. And then Katie O'Flynn was she the one in The Crown? But Olivia Coleman's in it. Olivia as well. Coleman is the yeah. one I'm talking. I okay. said Claire. It's Olivia Coleman, um, and it's a true story. And it happened in England, where she and her husband there was a murdered her parents and buried them in the backyard and lived that way for like 12 years and nobody knew. And they just told people they moved away. Oh my gosh! And then yeah. then he told somebody who went and told the police, and it was a whole thing. But it's a true story. It actually happened. You should watch that. Um, We do have a lot to get to, and and we're going to start things off when we come back here after the break. Sort of a milestone at Enterprise Center tonight, and we are keeping you updated on what's happening in New York because it's still going on. The labor negotiations between Major League Baseball and the Players Association Today is another deadline, Amy, and we'll tell you what's going on, what's happening, have they reached an agreement, and why today is important again, and we just did this a week ago. Amy Marks Kors, Chris Ranji, Sports Open Line on KMOX. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> 
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. That's the, that's what's, yeah, Amy, you're having a heart attack right now. That's no, what that is. So I think I learned this from Kevin Colleen, actually, that if you think you're having a heart attack, you can cough. You go, <coughs> and if you cough, somehow it resets something. So if it's not a heart attack, you know you're okay. So now in the age Wait of a COVID. Minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. There's just, there's no way that's true. It's it, the electric, like if you're having maybe a caffeine panic attack okay. or something. You yeah. cough, and somehow it helps reset things so that you know it's not a heart attack. Now, if you're having a heart attack, coughing doesn't do anything. So because you're a pariah now if you cough in public, now when I cough, if I cough in public, I'll say it's not COVID. I'm just checking to see if I'm having a heart attack. I don't think that we're there right now. I think we were there about, you know, a year and a half ago, that if you happen to be out and you started to cough, actually when this was first going on, when oh, COVID first yeah. started in, you know, for us— in March of 2020, if you did sneeze or cough in public, everybody looked at you. But we've gotten to a point where See? I don't think anybody cares anymore. Because I was at a Starbucks sitting outside, mm-hmm. um, I guess it was probably Thursday or Friday of last week. And this dude was sitting at a table, not right next to me, but and, and we were outdoors, so I didn't really care about it. But he was just constantly like, <clears throat> Oh, that's the worst, <clears throat> And I'm like, though. okay. This dude's sick. Yeah. I don't know what it is that you've got, sir, but you need to go home, man, because clearly you're not well. See, now I did give someone the stink eye last week because okay. I was in a store and everyone had masks on in the store. And I, I bring my mask. I still have not gone grocery shopping without a mask, believe it or not. I know we don't have any mandates and right. there were people shopping, but I, I had my mask on at the grocery store. But this was not a grocery store. This was a clothing store. And I'm in the store and everyone, including the workers, have their masks on. So I put my mask on and there's a woman without a mask and her daughter without a mask, which is fine. It's, you know, their prerogative. But then she was coughing and she would cough. And I thought everyone in here has a mask. I would be kind of embarrassed to cough with my mask, but she was almost kind of proud to cough. So I looked at her. 
And I believe I gave her the stink eye, but I also don't have complete control of my facial expression. So was she, was she covering herself or just doing no, it? No, just kind of, you know, coughing. Oh, what a jerk. Yeah, that, that's... So, you know, like, how, you can be polite. No, nah, I think she was trying to prove a point. But and that's even, a bummer. Without COVID... I don't. I think coughing without using your sleeve is kind of rude, even before COVID. Yeah, you have to cover your mouth. Yeah, like this is that we were taught this when you were a children. Exactly. Cover your mouth. Yeah. Ideally, not with your hand because then you touch things. But, but a sle- an elbow. Yeah, they're like just just have some courtesy. Mm-hmm. Like, why do we not do courtesy anymore? I feel like courtesy is okay. Um, speaking of COVID, this is a milestone day for us here, and. This is where we are in the city of St. Louis and and really around the country. A a lot of places have done this now where they have completely removed any sort of mandates. Now, businesses can do it if they want to. They can continue to. And if they want to, then fine. But that's their prerogative. If they want to if they feel like they want to take the extra safety measures, I'm not going to be upset with them. I totally get it. The St. Louis Blues and Enterprise Center for the first time since the pandemic Mm. started no COVID protocols tonight. So the puck's going to drop at 7 o'clock between the Blues and the Senators this evening. So I don't know how long this um, respite is going to last. I would like to think we're getting closer to the end of this thing. I don't think it's over, but I think we're getting close to being at the end of it yeah. as days go by. But this is a milestone to you know, be able to go, and I, I hope it all works out, but mm-hmm. this would be nice if we can get to this point and not really have to go back, though I'm not sure I'm totally confident in that. Yeah, it's weird what a vortex we've been in since COVID started because, I mean, I remember watching the games on television when there were no fans, mm-hmm. right? And it's just empty arenas. Then we had some fans. Then we had all fans with COVID protocols. So for tonight to be technically back to normal, Right. No masks, no covid tests, uh, no proof of vaccination and packing the building to max capacity. I think that's great. It's interesting because about maybe a month or two ago when when Omicron was really raging. Yeah. Every I felt like every person I knew had covid. I mean, it, there was a moment there were a where lot of people. At that I time, felt yeah. like maybe 80 percent of the people I knew had covid. I don't think I know anybody right now at this very moment. I don't know anyone with COVID. And it's been a long time since I've been able to say that. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Um, thinking about it right now. I Well, I take that back. I do know somebody who tested positive, I think, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And he and his family, he, his sisters, um, all got it. The dad who lives there now did not, hmm. which was amazing that that happened but he avoided it and that was the last person i know of and that test was i think about two weeks ago yeah this is the whole pandemic has been just i mean obviously very deadly and and we passed the six million worldwide deaths point. which is way higher because you know For sure a lot like of people Iraq, Iran, yes. india china they're not reporting right and yeah. they probably didn't test you know there are a lot of places that didn't test somebody died they probably died of it but we just don't know that's what they died from. So this was always, outside of that, a really uh, fascinating and, and disturbing time mm-hmm. because, let's think of it this way. When this all started back in March of 2020 and you had that group of people, and they still exist, who say it's just the flu, just the flu. Why are we overreacting to the flu? How many people in your lifetime, Amy, that you can remember were in the hospital because of the flu right. that you know of. I don't, I don't like know Like you anyone. personally. Yeah. 
I can tell you right now at least eight people, and I think I'm missing one or two, that have been in the hospital in the last two years in my life mm-hmm. because of COVID. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, and so friends, I, I, neighbors, I know, you know, people who got it who are in the hospital, people who passed away. Yeah. Yeah, it's, and I am. I don't know anybody who's died from the flu that, I'm, that I can think of in my lifetime. I can't remember. And, and I'm talking about people I know personally that have passed away from flu. Yeah. No, I, I don't know anyone who has either. It's just interesting how the whole thing has evolved because I remember in March and maybe as we were getting into April, California announced that they were going to lock down till July. And I thought that will never fly in Missouri. That would no. never happen. I was horrified. And of course, we all know we were locked down for two more years. But even the fear factor, I think the first run that I did with a friend once COVID happened we were on opposite sides of the road. I think we went. Ten, I went ten weeks without running with anyone. Then I ran with someone. We were on opposite sides of the road because we thought the Forest Park path wasn't wide enough. We, you know, we didn't yeah. know how much. I mean, it was a ton of uh, fear and caution because it was so cruel. Because they kept telling you, "You'll kill your mom. You'll kill your grandma," and that's a huge burden to place on someone. So you, you know, you you were terrified that you could somehow hurt someone. Sure. Well, I, I that's how I felt with, I, yeah. I have my mom, I have people in my family that um, I, I, there's no way I could get them sick. Yeah. Like it just, it, it would be, it would be yeah. very bad. And then Omicron definitely felt different. I knew so many people and it mm-hmm. wasn't the same variant. It was like we said, it was less deadly, but we get used to throwing these terms out there, but oh my goodness, if Omicron had been like that very, very first iteration pre-vaccine, too, where we didn't have a vaccine and we didn't really know. Man, that would have been absolutely terrifying. So I'm so grateful for the vaccines and I'm grateful that Omicron tended to be less serious. Yeah. And I I wish more people would end up getting the vaccine and stay on top of the boosters and everything. And I know there's still a lot of just absolute refusal to do it. And questioning why do we have to get, if this vaccine works, why do we get boosters? You got to get measles boosters. Like every, every vaccine you've had in your life, for the most part, you've had to get a booster for it. Two or three. Yeah. I mean, that's, that, that has always kind of been a thing. There's, there's nothing new with this one. But the fact it does exist, the fact we have it, it is a, it's just an, it's an absolute godsend that we have that. And if more people do it, Maybe we don't ever have to go back to what we've been doing over the last couple of years. Amy Marks Kors, Chris Ranji with you tonight on Sports Open Line. And we do have some other stuff to get to. I mentioned the Major League Baseball lockout. Well, we'll give you an update because they're negotiating as we speak. Oh, in New- I have questions. In- you have questions? Mm-hmm. So do I. That's Amy. I'm Chris. This is KMOX. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. There's a high fly ball. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports Open Line. And it's a gunner. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. Meyer Jensen.
Jensen, a personal injury law firm, because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. And the Billikens win this one. Touchdown, Kansas City! On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. In for Kevin Wheeler tonight, Amy Marks, Coors, and Chris Ranji here on KMOX. Uh, Kevin is out. He'll be out for the next few days attending to a personal matter. And we are with you as we try to solve baseball's labor issues. Glad you are with us tonight. Again, as I mentioned, until 8 o'clock tonight, Matt Pajeski is producing the program. And he could not be happier he's in this room with us. Yeah, he's Hi, Matt. thrilled. Yeah. Yeah, he looks yeah, I just gave thrilled. us the thumbs up. Well, <laughs> thanks uh, thanks for being here, Matt. Uh, so, Amy, here's the deal. Today is another big day for MLB. Okay. And if it feels like you've heard this before, it's because you have. Okay. Major League Baseball set today as a deadline. What's the deadline, you say? Well, the deadline is if they get this all worked out today they won't cancel any baseball games, any Anymore. regular season baseball games. No. But I thought they canceled the first two series. They did, Amy. <laughs> That's then... the point. Major League Baseball a week ago, yeah, literally a week ago, said if we do not get a deal done by today, we'll have no choice but to cancel the first two series of the season. And if you remember last week, mm-hmm. it was exactly a week ago, They couldn't come to an agreement on that Tuesday afternoon. They met Monday night into the to the late night hours, into the early Tuesday morning hours. Mm -hmm. Thought maybe there was a framework. At least those were the reports that were coming out of Jupiter, Florida. As we have come to find out, most of those reports were coming from the side of the uh, of the league who was trying to make everybody believe they were on the verge of it. Then as the afternoon came on Tuesday they could not come to an agreement, and Rob Manfred, the commissioner of the league, uh, had a press conference, and he said, I have to cancel the first two series of the season because we don't have enough time, if we don't have an agreement now, to have a spring training and make sure we can get things going at the end of March. Because they wanted a month, wasn't that they what they They wanted were a saying? month. Yeah. Turns out, amazingly, Amy, they found a week so they set a deadline for today. So now if they get something done today, they can still have a 162-game season. Interesting. So if you're, if you're wondering, wait a minute, we just did this, right? They just set this deadline a week ago? Apparently that deadline was nonsense because they have set it for today. Here's what we know as of right now. Um, Ken Rosenthal, just a few moments ago, actually it was within the last half hour, tweeting, Major League Baseball is expected to make a written proposal shortly based on earlier conversations with the union, sources tell The Athletic. So, they have been talking today. They met earlier in the morning. They got back together later in the day. There were some phone conversations between the sides, apparently. So, there has been discussion going on throughout the day And one of the reports from Evan Drellick of The Athletic said these negotiations could go well into the night. So we might be looking at another day like Mm -hmm. we had last Monday where they negotiated until something like two or three in the morning. So the false hope that came out of last Monday, you said that was primarily coming from the owner's camp? I think so, yes. So if that's coming from the owner's camp, I mean, I know we're 
speculating here, but is that in order to put more pressure on the players? That's correct. So that it looks bad? Yep. So so that's exactly what they did last week. Because if you look at the tweets, and I was following everything, and I'm I'm a late-night person, as you know. Uh, I was following everything through like 2 in the morning, 2.30. And I believe they, local time, our time, I think they stopped around that point. Between like 2.15, 2.30, they stopped negotiating in Florida last week. And 90% of the reports that were coming out of Florida were, uh, they're working on it. In fact, Rob Manfred said, we're working on it, which implied they were getting close. And there were a lot of hopeful tweets that the two sides were making some progress. But about 5 to 10% of the reports that were coming out said things like, the two sides are still very far apart. Hmm. They're not very close here. So if you were sifting through all of the, what I believe to be, Major League Baseball propaganda, uh, trying to convince people we're close, we're close on this, it's going to happen, and then it doesn't happen, then it looks like the players ruined it, and that's pretty much what the message from the league was last Tuesday. I I wonder if something similar is happening now. I don't know that for sure. Maybe they are really actually working at this, and yeah. uh, this proposal that MLB is going to give at some point tonight, a written proposal, maybe it will be a good one, and we'll see if the players reject it. But my feeling is, based on past recent history, it feels to me like they're setting this up again to attempt to put it on the players if it doesn't work out tonight. Now, it, what's interesting about baseball is baseball has a lot of casual fans. It has a lot of ancillary fans or fringe fans, whatever you want to call it. And I say this because the NHL really does not. Blues fans are Blues fans. Blues fans follow the game. Right. They follow the sport. They follow the league. But with baseball, you get a ton of people who go to Cardinals games who aren't keeping up on the stats, who aren't following these negotiations. So my question is, do most people who aren't the hardcore fans, who aren't paying attention, getting into the weeds to the negotiations, is their default position usually to blame the players and say, listen, these guys are making so much money and just play baseball because I'm working, trying to feed my family, and we just want to go to a Cardinals game. It seems like fans would, as a default position, kind of throw it on the players. And you would be correct. Up until, I think, this this year, this negotiation, I think by now, because of the way the last couple of CBAs have gone I don't think people are as quick to blame players on this. So far, and things could change here. I mean, th- this could be one of those nights where, again, we're given another deadline. Hey, we can save the whole season if we get this done, if the players agree to this proposal we're about to give them. Maybe tonight things flip a little bit if players say no to this. But I do believe fans generally, up until now at least, have been on one of two sides. Either it's it's both of these sides. I don't care which one is actually at fault. They're both children. Mm-hmm. Or people are blaming the owners for this. Interesting. There, there are not quite as many. It's the player's fault. And I think the reason, in fact, I would, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I know the reason going back to the mid-90s when they had the strike, the reason that was so anti-player, the sentiment then was screw these guys yeah. for not playing for quitting on the season was because they did it in the middle of the year 
And really, their hand was forced by the league. They kind of, they, they had to if they were going to get any sort of leverage on a new uh, collective bargaining agreement. And when you have a season that is ongoing and suddenly in like August it's over and then there's no World Series and you mm-hmm. went on strike as opposed to being locked, locked out locked. by the league, then yeah, most people are going to blame you. But I think it's a little bit different now. I think people are, are I think they're wiser as to the economics of the sport. I think they understand how much money is coming into the league and how important it is for the players to to get a a justifiable sum, like a justifiable proportion of the money that comes in. I think that's a big deal, though. I mean, if the perception this time around is that people are seeing the players, uh, their arguments, and aren't just automatically angry at the players because, oh, you make this much money, that's, if there are games canceled, if series are canceled, I would assume that fans would jump back into the game more quickly than they did in the 90s because I I was trying to find the statistic. I had it, I, and it basically it took about 20 years for baseball ratings, you know, television ratings after the strike in the 90s to, to get, rebound, to back rebound. to where they were, yeah. And this is at a time when ratings are already, you know, they're trying to say, what can we do? Because people have streaming. They have all these different op- options for watching the games. But if the if people aren't as angry about the players, my guess is they would bounce back a bit more quickly than they did the 90s because the 90s was bad. I mean, steroids rescued baseball, didn't they? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, the, the sport started to rebound then and people were more interested in it because a a record that we all thought would never be broken mm-hmm. was about to get broken. If there's no steroids, if you don't have Mark McGuire and you don't have Sammy Sosa and Barry Bonds, how much longer does it take for baseball to bounce back. I don't know. Back. That's a really good question. Uh, maybe it never does get to that yeah. point. I, I think something, because I'm trying to think of all the things that happened subsequently, all the the big moments that happened. There was Cal Ripken breaking the record, but I believe that happened, was that I, off the top of my head, I should know this. Um, that was prior to the 98 season, actually. So that got people kind of interested. The home run chase did maybe Bonds breaking Hank Aaron's record would have mm-hmm. done it. Maybe him him getting past that but seven. But isn't that steroids? Right, right. So I, I, I suppose you can't have one without the other. You right. probably can't have the, the 62 record without having also the, uh, the Hank Aaron record broken as well. Put today's game in the 90s. I don't think it bounces back as quickly. No, probably. With, with all of the to- things that people can do instead? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely and not. And without, without, I mean, without the steroids, without Barry Bonds, without Mark McGuire, you have today's game. I know we still have Aaron Judge and Mike Trout, but it's different. It is different. It's You're different right. different than it was in that era. And I'm not sure that if you put today's game back then that baseball bounces back. I would agree with you on that. I think it would have a much more difficult time um, trying to get back to those levels of interest. And but but I do think the difference this time around for this lockout, and I agree with you what you said earlier. In fact, I've I, I've been arguing this that I don't think people are going to go away and stay away as as easily as they did back twenty five years ago. And the reason I think that is because it's easier to be mad at the sport when you're mad at the players. Now there are people who actually, and I don't want to say they feel sorry for players. Mm-hmm. But I think they empathize with the side the players are on. And now it's the big bad owners 
that everybody's mad at and not the guys on the field they actually root hmm. for. Amy Marks Kors, Chris Ranji with you on Sports Open Line tonight. And speaking of that, uh, we've got a lot of things we want to get into. I know we're already about uh, 50 minutes into the show tonight. A lot of different stuff to cover. Uh, but one of the things sort of relates to what you just mentioned. In fact, it directly relates to something you just mentioned, Major League Baseball making an announcement today. Well, actually, it was Apple that made an announcement today. We'll talk about that next on KMOX. You know, we have stuff to do. Yeah. Like, kind of important stuff. Uh-huh. Amy Marks Kors, I'm Chris Ranji. Yes. Uh, Kevin Wheeler's out. Why are you two idiots talking about Michael Bolton? Okay. Like, we were sitting here in relative silence. Yes. And then you, out of nowhere, and this was during the commercial break, you, out of nowhere, go, Michael Bolton was really good. <laughs> I did. Like, he was a really good singer. Because I just remember. And I go, what are, you ta- what are you talking about? And then Matt, Matt Pajeski. Love Michael Bolton. I, I thought- mean, he just, he goes, he's like, yes, yes, thank and God which, somebody said it. Which, like, what are you talking about? made my night because I thought Matt would be like, Who's Michael Bolton? No, but yeah, no. no, we. I mean, Matt and I just had a moment. I just remembered how good Michael Bolton Why? is. I don't know. I think I saw something where someone Why? was seeing a, singing a song, and I thought that song is really difficult to sing. And then I realized that's Michael Bolton, and all of his songs are very difficult Wait. to sing. Yeah, every song sounds like he's belting his heart out. Yeah, even like the more subdued ones, he's just putting a hundred percent effort into every song, and for that, I respect him. Oh, okay. And then no, and then Matt. Matt goes to the deep cuts because you said yeah, so Michael Bolton, yeah. B- before he was cranking out the 80s ballads and stuff, he was in this like lesser-known rock band called Blackjack, and they had, I guess, pretty moderate success, nothing huge. But he was he was like a hard rocker before he started making some of these really cheesy ballads. Yeah. Why? I didn't even know. I'd never heard of Blackjack. I'm okay. going to check no, this nobody out. Nobody has, to be honest. I don't think—see— Okay, this the, all the things you're saying, I think, are, I don't know about Blackjack. Maybe you just made that up. I don't know. Uh, but you're right. Michael Bolton was really good, really talented, yeah. great, great singing voice. Yeah. But that's not, that's not what I'm just baffled by. What I'm baffled by is that we were sitting here. <laughs> literally, none of us were talking. None of us were saying a word. And then Amy, out of nowhere... And you're not looking at a television. There's no TV in your in your field of view. Amy just out of nowhere says, "Man, Michael Bolton was really good." And then Matt, Matt's reaction to it was like, "Oh my god, it's about time somebody said it. Thank you. Thank you." Like he was just dying to say this and have this conversation. What's going on with you two? Like were you are you are you guys like are you like talking to each other telepathically no, and then I'm just constantly I, thinking of everything. Have you ever seen? Yeah, have you ever had a, like a thousand tabs open on your computer? That is no, my brain. I like to clean things. No, out that's a little my bit. brain at all okay. times. And I just I saw on I saw a clip from The Voice Portugal. It was the Portugal version of The Voice, and this guy sang oh When We Were Young by Adele, and it's unbelievable. And his version, I'm like, this guy has one of the best voices I've ever heard. So then there was another clip of him singing this Michael Bolton song, and he kind of struggled. And I thought, wow, if this guy is struggling, this is a hard song to sing. And it just hit me. Michael Bolton sang all of those songs. He's amazing. And I am... Matt agreed. Okay, great. I'm glad we got to the bottom of this. I don't, I don't know why we were in it, but we figured it out. 
Hour one in the books. Amy Marks core is incredible. We'll see what she thinks of during the break. Amy Marks Kors and Chris Ranji, Sports Open Line on KMOX. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.